Welcome to the latest edition of our Fixed Interests podcast series. I'm Thomas Ruckmaker, head of Asia-Pacific Sovereign Ratings. Today I'm joined by Jeremy Zuck, a director in Fitch's Sovereign Team and lead analyst for India. We'll be discussing India's budget presented earlier this month and how it affects our view on the fiscal outlook and India's triple B minus rating. So Jeremy, what were the key takeaways from the budget? Thanks, Thomas. In this budget, the Indian central government sought to maintain a balance of sustaining a growth-oriented focus by further increasing capex spending while maintaining an eye towards modest deficit reduction. By the numbers, these targets were broadly in line with our expectations. The government reiterated its 6.4% of GDP deficit target for the current fiscal year, FY23, which ends this March, and set a target of 5.9% for fiscal year 24. Overall, we think the budget assumptions for GDP and revenue growth are largely reasonable, though of course there are still downside risks. The budget's nominal GDP growth forecast in FY24 is essentially in line with our view at 10.5%, but the assumption on the sensitivity of revenue to GDP growth may be a tad optimistic. I think one of the key aspects of this budget is the continued strong emphasis on CapEx spending. The government has proposed an increase in CapEx of around 33%, which would take it to about 3.3% of GDP next fiscal year, from about 2.7% in the current fiscal year. Now, to offset this higher spending and still achieve its 0.5% of GDP in deficit reduction, the government has proposed pretty significant cuts to its subsidy bill. Now, this is quite remarkable, especially in the year before national elections, when many governments tend to splurge on populist spending measures. That said, in our view, uh, risks related to subsidies in the run-up to the election. You know, we're still quite in the midst of of quite an uncertain global economic environment. And if we see GDP growth slowing considerably or another sharp spike in commodity prices, the government could feel politically compelled to once again step up its subsidy spending. How do we see the current economic backdrop in this regard? Well, this budget was presented amid a weakening global and domestic growth backdrop. We expect the Indian economy to see headwinds from subdued external demand, still elevated though the receding inflation and high interest rates. Our our forecast for India's GDP growth is that it slows to 6.2% in FY24 from an estimated 7% in FY23, which is still relatively resilient compared to its peers. India, in in our view, is shielded to a degree from global economic shocks, given that it is a more domestically driven economy. However, exports have been slowing and will be a drag on on GDP growth. Consumption, on the other hand, has really been quite robust, but it is likely to moderate as as pent-up demand from the pandemic fades and inflation eats a bit more into household purchasing power. Conditions are set for a, a pretty positive investment cycle over the medium term, But in the near term, we we expect global uncertainty and and high interest rates dampen prospects there. As elsewhere, monetary policy has tightened considerably uh, over the past year. The RBI has hiked its repo rate, a cumulative 250 basis points since last April to 6.5%. Our current expectation is that the RBI will remain on hold after its latest 25 basis point increase earlier in February. But of course, stubbornly high core inflation of around 6% and January headline inflation reading that jumped back above the 2 to 6% inflation target could add to a further tightening bias. We focus in particular on the medium-term fiscal outlook. Did this budget give us any greater clarity in that regard? 
Yeah, in, in this budget, the government continued to reiterate its existing 4.5% of GDP deficit target for fiscal year 26. Details, though, on, on how it plans to achieve this target, in, in our view, remain a bit unclear. And, and we do think it will be difficult for the government to achieve this target. Reaching a 4.5% of GDP deficit implies 0.7% GDP in deficit reduction in each of the next two budgets. As a comparison, the past two budgets have proposed about 0.5% of GDP in consolidation. Revenues have been performing pretty well over the past couple years, but we think the boost from the 2017 GST reforms uh, are likely to plateau in in the coming years, and and this will make it hard to see a continued improvement in the revenue-to-GDP ratio in the absence of additional revenue measures. So this means that the bulk of consolidation will need to come from cutting spending. So as mentioned, this budget does see a a pretty significant reduction in the subsidy bill. I think it would be a bit difficult to see substantial reductions there. CapEx spending is at historically high levels, so there could be some uh, a bit of trimming done in this segment, though this would involve for the government um, potential trade-offs when it comes to medium-term growth considerations. Uh, but despite these challenges, it, it does appear the government has been quite serious about achieving its deficit targets over the past couple years. This recent record and uh, a continued commitment to fiscal transparency are quite positive signals, we think. Uh, but it should be remembered that deficits are remain elevated compared to historical and, and peer levels. We've focused on the central government's budget so far, but the states also play an important role in India's uh, public finances. So how has the fiscal position of the states evolved in recent years, and what is our outlook? When we look at the sovereign rating, we do look at the general government deficit, and this includes the aggregate state deficits. So so this is quite an important consideration for us. State deficits on a whole have come down quite sharply in the past few years. After hitting a peak of 4.1% in in FY21, aggregate state deficits fell to 2.8% in FY22 and are on track to be around 3% in current fiscal year. The government proposed a borrowing cap of 3.5% of GDP, which is a bit looser than the norm of 3%, but we don't expect this to be fully utilized and and see the deficit remaining around 3% in FY24 again. Key drivers to the sharp deficit reduction have really been around the robust revenue performance, and states have uh, contained spending relatively well. The central government has been emphasizing a, a bit of a greater role for states in the CapEx drive, which could lead to some additional spending pressures, but on a whole, we don't see considerable risks for state finances. You spoke earlier about the budget incorporating another sharp increase in CapEx spending. So how how do we see this impacting uh, India's growth outlook? Yeah, we, we think the CapEx drive should be quite supportive for the economic outlook. India does have large infrastructure gaps to fill, and these investments will help boost the supply-side capacity of the economy. And additionally, the government is hoping that that this CapEx helps to kickstart a positive private sector investment cycle. We think the conditions for strong private sector investment over the medium term are, are relatively ripe. There's been a clear improvement in corporate and bank balance sheets, which were under strain prior to the pandemic. Corporate have been deleveraging over the past decade and, in our view, are now in a position to boost investment. Bank balance sheets are also in decent shape, and as long as capitalization is well managed, they should be in a position to to meet that greater credit demand. 
I think beyond that, India also has the potential to attract greater FDI flows. It's rolled out its production-linked incentive scheme. And firms are looking for supply chain diversification under the China plus one uh, strategy. So in all, we do see nominal growth of around 10.5% in the medium term. And this stands out quite a bit among uh, peers globally. Uh, you know, there are a few risks that we're watching in this regard, um, particularly if the CapEx drive or reform implementation uh, slip. And I think India does, while it can benefit from the China plus one strategy, it does face pretty acute competition in terms of attracting FDI flows. And, and additional reforms may be needed to, for India to really benefit more substantially in this area. So putting this all together, what does the budget mean for India's sovereign rating, Jeremy? Yeah, we, we stabilized the negative outlook on India's triple B minus rating last June and again affirmed the triple B minus stable rating in, in this past December. Now, because the budget was largely in line with our, our forecasts, its impact on the rating is is fairly neutral. We continue to, to view India's public finances as relatively weak compared to its peers, with both the deficit and debt ratio well above the triple B median. Now, on the positive side, that robust medium-term GDP growth outlook is really the key supporting factor for the rating and, and does help to underpin stability in, in the credit profile, including in our government debt forecasts. Under our current debt dynamic, we see the debt ratio stabilizing at around the 82% of GDP level, and, and that would help sustain the rating at its current level. However, the, the slow fiscal consolidation that we're seeing and that we discussed does leave public finances exposed if there is another major economic shock or if, if medium-term nominal growth forecasts dip more into the single-digit level. Uh, I think another consideration to take into account will, will be how the government's asset monetization plans play out. This could support moderate deficit or debt reduction if it's executed well. But all in all, we, we really come back to that growth outlook as being a very critical factor for the rating in, in the absence of faster consolidation. Thanks for your insights, Jeremy, and thank you all for listening. For more information on our ratings and on our research on India, please visit us at fitchratings.com. We hope you will join us for the next edition of Fixed Interests.